0: The Big Rab Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show Podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you folks? Hope you're all keeping rightly out there in podcast land. No matter where you are, I hope you are all fine and well, aye, because, yeah, you guessed it, another week has rolled round in the piping scene and we've got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, so this week's podcast is going to be quite involved, I feel. We've got a lot of ground to cover and I know full well that, yeah, we're, there's going to be some news stories that will just have to hit the cutting room floor because there's been an awful lot. An awful lot. So if we do skim over some of the detail and you do want to hear more about some of the stories we mentioned on this week's show, then uh, maybe head over to our social media and stuff. Yeah, because we do publish all of these stories in full on our social media, on our Facebook and Twitter and whatnot and all that jazz. (sighs) Right, Rob, calm yourself down. This is going to be quite a hectic show. You might have guessed by the title of the episode, we're going to be hanging out with Klaus Kelt Pipe Band. Close scale pipe band bye oh it 's going to be a good show, and it yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that now it 's exciting because of many different reasons, but namely for the upcoming concert that 's happening on the twenty sixth of March, and we 'll talk more about that, of course, in this week 's topic of the week uh, oh, i can 't wait i can 't wait, oh man, right let 's get into the show, shall we, by way of a proper introduction. Welcome! We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about the Great Highland Bagpipe, its music and its people. So, if you would like to, you can, but you don't have to, it's not compulsory. ...you can go and support us over there on Patreon... ...where you can click on support and get your hands on loads of extra content. Yeah, we've got all sorts of exclusive interviews, performances... ...episodes of Big Rab Show Plus up there... ...plus our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio catch-up service... ...where you get two hours worth of a piping and drumming radio show... ...exclusively every week just for Patreon subs. So... If you would like to become part of the Patreon faithful and help support the show, then Patreon is where it's at. So do consider going and give us a wee click of support. Now, also, I do have to mention at this point our ongoing promotion with uh, Andrew Douglas and Camille Leight and their incredible book, Finding Bagpipe Freedom. If you do want to get money off at the checkout, please do use our promo code and you'll save money just by listening to the podcast. Our promo code, of course, is BIGRAB. Very simple. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's some small print. (laughs) Yeah, whenever you're going through the checkout process and you're, you know, buying the book, uh, there's a very tiny little line at the bottom saying, got a promo code question mark. And it is kind of tucked away in a bit of a corner there. Uh, So yeah, if you can find it and then type in our code, you'll get money off. Just by listening to us on the pod. So what's not to love about that? So use our code BIGRAB, get money off at the checkout if you are purchasing a copy of Finding Bagpipe Freedom. There you are. Alrighty, so I think that's all the introductions and stuff out of the way, and uh, let's get into the show good and proper, because we've got a lot of ground to cover. So, yeah, let's kick things off with listener mail this week. Our email address is bigrabshow at com. As always, it never changes. And uh, yeah, we did get some commentary in on last week's episode, by the way, and we got quite a number of questions asked about big rab show tv and that seems to be dominating the conversation at the moment a lot of you folks out there are fascinated to know what this new project is just what is big rab show tv well i think i've kind of explained it at nauseum at this point that we are going to be live streaming from pipe band competitions but we do want to make it more into a bigger production cover more grades at more events, I suppose, you know, not just here in the UK, but around the globe. And yeah, without volunteers and without your help, we won't be able to do that. Uh, so that's why we're talking about it. We're reaching out to folks out there who want to be a part of Big Rab Show TV and help us by pointing a camera at a band, so yeah, we'll talk more about that because I got a feeling that we're going to get a weekly drone about it this week. So that has pretty much dominated the conversation in our inbox this past week. Uh, so yeah, thank you to everyone who sent us an emails asking all sorts of questions about Rab Show TV, but. Uh, yeah but hopefully we've explained it all at this point <laughs> that plus we're you know we're preparing for all sorts of up and coming events and stuff, and there's a lot of coordination behind the scenes so uh, yeah, our email box is pretty full whenever it comes to planning future shows, so yeah, don't forget you can also send in your own questions and queries and all the rest to your email address. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That's where you go. And, yeah, if you do have a question or anything like that, then please do get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Indeed. Alrighty, so that's pretty much it for Listener Mail this week. All talking about Rab Show TV and then future, you know, concerts and competitions and places that we have to be over the course of the year. We're just trying to sort all of that out at the minute. So, yeah, that's what's happening in our inbox. So, yeah, get your own emails into us and we'll bring them to the show, indeed. Do you know something that we haven't got in a long time? And I'm not complaining by any means, but we haven't got any voicemails we used to have a voicemail pretty much for every show, but now we don't. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, the piping world has been very quiet over the course of the pandemic in that we've noticed a big downturn in voicemails. Um, so yeah, I don't know. If you want to get a shout out on the show or say hello, hello to your mates or that, then yeah, why not send us in a voicemail? Just record a wee message to us and then send it to us by email. There you go. Well worth a shout Alrighty, let's get into it. Well, after listener mail, of course, with each and every show. Yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. (laughs) It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapship Podcast. (laughs) Emotion. Yeah, this week's word of the week is emotion, and for good reason. Now, if anything, you're going to hear a little bit of emotion, I suppose, when it comes to this week's topic of the week, and that'll all become clear. But, yeah, this week's word being emotion, and I guess I've had it pointed out to me that some of the best pipers in the world don't just simply play the dots on the page. And that robotic approach to the music is very much becoming the norm, I feel. I've attended quite a number of band practices over the last, well, few years, I suppose, before the pandemic and in recent days. And I do notice a lot of players handing around folders full of music and, uh, you know, everyone has their charts. And once you've learned your chart, then that's you, you've learned the music. Well, no, Uh, in my humble opinion... Music being played without emotion behind it isn't really music. You're kind of just playing it like a robot and playing your dots on the page. As we found, some of the top flight bands out there are able to portray an emotional performance and take you on a musical journey. I'm sure you guys out there can definitely think of a performance that has moved you throughout the years, be it in a good way or a bad way. So, yeah, you know, you get that thunderous opening roll and then you smack into that opening hornpipe and it just sends the hairs in the back of your neck standing up and you go, wow. Yeah, it's that emotion and that feeling that you can't, just can't put your finger on. The X Factor, I suppose they call it when it comes to reality television. But that's what I'm talking about. That emotional connection with the music that you just can't quite place, that you can't mark down on a chart. And it's something that's so intangible, but yet so difficult to capture. It's one of the things that I really enjoy about the piping scene. Whenever I would watch a performance of a band or a soloist, who are absolutely giving it their all. Placing all of it on the line and, yeah, trying to portray as much emotion into the performance. It really does stand out. So, yeah, this week's word of the week is emotion. And... Yeah, the motion of the music when you hear it, but also when you perform it, both of it is equally important. And something that I would like you to kind of consider. When you're looking at your charts, you know, your notes and everything, your dots on the page, that helps with your accuracy. You're going to play the tune correctly as noted. And yeah, if you have a metronome as well beside you, that helps too. But whenever it comes to the actual performance part of it, there is that little element that you just can't mark down on paper. Intangible and emotional, I suppose. And I guess that's food for thought. That's something that you just can't measure or analyse. So, uh, yeah, I dare say I'm going to get some angry emails about this. But, uh, yeah, it's the intangible things that you can't measure that win championships, in my opinion. And also, some of the most memorable performances are those that may not be completely musically accurate but they're definitely ones that take you away on a musical journey so i challenge you yeah learn your dots on the page absolutely that's the correct thing to do but also don't forget about the emotional element of the music too let it ebb and flow and breathe yeah music is music let it be music Well, <laughs> yeah, i hope that makes some sort of sense or just rambling nonsense but either way i hope it's food for thought <laughs> Alrighty, well, I did promise you guys a weekly drone this week. and um, We didn't actually get one last week, uh, so no idea why, but yeah, our weekly drone feature was quiet last week. But yes, we did get complaints in saying, why was JD not on the show? <gasps> oh no! Well, uh, yeah, JD wasn't on the show because we didn't have a weekly drone. It's that simple. So if you guys were out there want to complain about anything or have a moan about it, then yeah, send us in your weekly drones www.thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone that's where you can go and submit all of your questions, queries, moans and complaints completely anonymously and I dare say as the season begins to unfold in May, I dare say our weekly drone will start to become a little busier than what it's been Uh, but yeah, we do want to hear from you so, I think without further ado I should ask good friend of the show Mr JD, have we got a weekly drone this week mate?
1: it's the weekly drone. Big Rab TV? Well that's not gonna happen. It'll be like VAR in football, except the judges cannot change their rubbish decisions. As soon as people find out the results, then go back to listen, the winning band, or losing band for that matter, the public are gonna be scratching their heads wondering, how did that band win? Or, How did that band not win? Then, of course, my favorite situation. When one piping judge gives a band 12th place, and the other piping judge gives the same band 2nd place, this is going to be closed down quickly by RSPBA. Or that's just my opinion.
0: Ah, uh, Weekly Droner, you are quite entitled to your opinion. And uh, whenever you mention it there about being shut down by RSPBA, I assume that you mean the RSPBA board, the board of directors, uh, because they would be the ones that would possibly shut it down. The RSPBA themselves, uh, in that kind of term, you're talking about all of the member bands. And uh, we've had no complaints so far about any of our live streaming services. Uh, there was just that one occasion... Yeah, hashtag Streamgate when live streaming was banned from all RSPBA events. And you guys remember, I'm sure, about all of that and the amount of stress that it caused at the time. Now, yeah, you do mention about VAR, which is, I had to Google it actually, but it's Video Assistant Referee in football where they use it in the NFL to look back at certain plays and stuff and find out if there was a foul or a score or something like that. Well... Yeah, video assistant judge? I I highly doubt it. Yeah, because we have been live streaming from competitions uh, for years now. And yeah, ordinarily you can look back at the results and also watch back at performances and it would leave you scratching your head thinking, what exactly did that judge hear that we don't? Now, I have to stress, we've mentioned this on the show countless times before. Standing with the crowd videoing a performance is absolutely not the same experience as what the judge gets being in that arena standing right next to the band. The judge has a unique position that no one else in that park has and that judge is in closer proximity than anyone else and they can hear things that us Joe Blog's public, standing about, you know, so many feet away from the band, behind a big barrier, surrounded with people talking about what they're having for dinner that evening. Here, Johnny, are you having sausage rolls the night by? Because uh, I've got a lot of chips I can bring as well. That'll be lovely. Sausage rolls and chips. Do you you know what I mean? Whenever a performance is going on, that judge is 100% focused on that band and that performance... And yeah, are in such close proximity that they can pick up on things that ordinarily won't be picked up by the listening audience, or even a listening camera, for that matter, as well. Now there has been occasions, of course, where we've debated it here in the show, where we think, as being armchair judges, that we know better. But we've also always stressed the point that we're not standing there with the clipboard. ...right next to the performance. And that judge can hear it so much better than we ever could. Um, Well, obviously we could ask for all sorts of accesses... ...and, you know, sticker cameras right in people's faces... ...and maybe we would hear it too. Uh, But, (laughs) absolutely, that will not happen ever. Uh, And I never would want to do that either... ...because I'm sure it'll be a huge distraction for all of the musicians. Uh, So, yeah, Big Rap Show TV. Do we think it'll be cancelled? Do we think it'll never happen... Absolutely not. We have no indication that that will be the case. And uh, we are doing what we can to launch this as best as possible. Uh, We do know that there's a huge demand out there for live stream services. and We're very aware that our own association have no plans on providing that service at all. Uh, So, yeah, ourselves and the Big Rab Show, we're doing it because no one else is. And that's basically the crux of it. Now... Like I said earlier, uh our yeah, our email was filled with, you know, all sorts of questions, queries, what is this? Is it a charged service? How much you, you know, do we need to pay per view kind of thing, all of this nonsense. And absolutely not. No, we were providing this completely free of charge and uh, uh yeah, even the suggestion that we would charge for such a thing it was just madness. I, absolutely not. We would never charge for anything like that. Um so, you know, that honestly I don't know where that thought even come from, but there's like three or four different emails asking the same question: Uh, where can I buy tickets to view it? No. Absolutely not. No, if we're going to a competition to cover the event, that's exactly what we're going to do. And we're going to try and promote it as far and as wide as humanly possible uh, through the use of the internet. So not only are we going to be live streaming Big Rab Show TV on our Facebook page like we would have done in previous years, but we're also hoping to branch out and use the better service that is over there on YouTube, uh, which will hopefully get us up to 4K uh, with Dolby Atmos sound and everything. That's kind of sweet. We're also going to be on Twitter as well. You can live stream over there on Twitter. Uh, So Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, basically everywhere that we can throw a live video feed, that's exactly what we're planning on. Now, one of the biggest stumbling blocks that we've came across is not the association or the board of directors or anything like that. Our biggest stumbling blocks is actually getting people to volunteer to help us. We do know that a good number of people out there are just reluctant to hold a camera for us and to film a band. Now, as for the reason, no idea. Everyone's entitled to their, their reasons. Uh, but if you would like to at all help us with Rabshow TV, we definitely want to hear from you. All you really need is access to a smartphone. If you're going to a competition, especially if it's here in the UK, uh, we've had a severe lack of uh, contact from folk here in the UK. Uh, So Northern Ireland, Scotland, please get in contact with us. We really need volunteers to help us with this project. Uh, So, yeah, all you'll have to do is lift your cell phone on the day and, uh, yeah, film a band for us. And that's even if it's one or two, Half a grade, you know, a couple of bands in the final tuning area. Whatever you can film, honestly, would be you know we'll be very grateful. And yeah, you can get in contact with us, of course. Our email address is bigrabshow at gmail dot com. Uh, if you have a working knowledge of pipe bands, you have a bit of a passion for it as well. That certainly helps. And uh, yeah, if you have a smartphone, and especially if you're a resident in the UK and plan to attend some of the competitions this season, then we definitely, definitely want to hear from you. So, do you like the way I did that? The way I turned around a weekly drone complaining about Rabshow TV and then it'll never lift off the ground to changing it into an advertisement looking for volunteers. Well, that's the case. That's where we're at at the moment. That's the only thing that's really stopping uh, Big Rab Show TV from lifting off, as we definitely need more people to help us film things. Uh, So, yeah, if you're in the UK especially, we want to hear from you. But obviously as well, around the globe, be you Australia, New Zealand, America, wherever, we do want to hear from you. Uh, So please do get in contact with us. Our email address as always bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, yeah, I don't want to sound as if I'm kind of being ultra defensive and all the rest for this brand new product, because it may well be the case that as soon as we turn our cameras on, then for some other reason, we may have to shut it down. You know, that's happened before. We do know in previous experiences that there's been certain events that, you know, we've started filming on the day and then we were asked to stop. And that has happened before. And if that's the case, then we will certainly abide by any ruling that is given to us on the day by either the stewards or the people running the event, or as PBA officials themselves. We will definitely adhere to any rulings. Uh, But, yeah, the hope is is that we will be able to switch cameras on and present a product for you global piping fans around the world to catch as much piping and drumming action from right here in the UK and around the world, for that matter, And uh, yeah, so we can help promote our music, our amazing musicians, and show people just how awesome this can be. Piping and drumming is not just marching up and down the Esplanade at the Edinburgh Tattoo once a year. It's what we're doing right now. Yeah, so that's exactly what we're at. You know, promote the scene, promote our music and the musicians, the people, all of it, all through the guise of Rabshow TV. That's exactly what it's all about. Alrighty, I think I've talked enough about Rab Show TV. That's enough of it. Uh, but if you do want to send us in a weekly drone send, "Oh, Rab, it'll never happen," you know, you're, you know, you're wishing your life away, and not every cloud has a silver lining. Well, yeah, then fair enough. Send us in your weekly drone. <laughs> TheBigRabShow.com dot com forward slash weekly drone. Let us have it, you know, if you do want to have your honest opinion, warts and all, whether we agree with it or disagree with it, uh, you can certainly send it in to us, yeah, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone, and it's completely anonymous, so yeah, have at it, let us have it, both barrels, <laughs> oh dear, well, I think at this point in the podcast, yeah, I would normally at this point now go and take myself a wee break, uh, yeah, before we get into the news and updates, so, um, Aye, let's take a wee break here before we get into the news. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Ah, uh, yes, time for the news and updates on this week's Big Rap Show podcast. Now, I have to say, uh, we've been turning the news and updates this last while into videos and in that, that we've been producing on our YouTube channel and on our social media and stuff, so... Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't check out any of that, then please go and have a look at it. The video is very entertaining and does give you some references to this, uh, what we're talking about. Uh, but also for you folks who are tuning in on YouTube and on our social media, hello! This is also presented on our podcast every week. <laughs> So, yeah, please go and check out both our social media, our YouTube channel, and our podcast, of course, where all the news is each and every week. Right, the very first news story that I'm going to put my hand to is Bradley Parker. Yeah, for those of you out there who know Bradley, of course, Bagpiper with the band Harbour Road, but also Bagpiper with the Field Marshal Montgomery, a little band that you might have heard of. Uh, Yes, Bradley has a brand new single coming out this week on the 11th of March called Journey. Now... Yeah, the last time we got a single from Bradley was called Akai, and I think it was back in 2020. So that's a brave while ago. Since then, Bradley obviously has been working hard on his studies, of course, at the Conservatoire, and with his band Harbour Road. Uh, but yeah, this is the first single we've had from Bradley now in quite a while. So, yeah, be sure to check that out. Go and check out Bradley Parker on social media and all the rest. And of course, ourselves in the Rap Show, we will share out the link. And everything on the 11th of March where you guys can go and purchase it. And it'll definitely be worth the purchase. Because you might be able to hear a little bit of it in the background. There you go. So, yeah, go and have a... Yeah, check that out, of course, whenever it drops on the 11th of March. Definitely worth picking up. Yeah, for sure. All right, our next news story has to fall to the Uist and Barra. Yeah, Solo Piping Championship have made the announcement that they're going to be postponing... Yeah, which is, this is normally the first major event in the UK's solo piping calendar, and we were looking forward to it. However, they've now made the decision, of course, with the ongoing pandemic and everything, just for to keep people safe, they're going to possibly postpone it to around September or October of this year. Yeah, that's a bit of negative news, I suppose, but at least it's not all bad because it isn't fully cancelled. It's simply postponed. So for those of you who were looking forward to the Euston Barra yeah, it's happening later in the year. Not when previously planned at the start of the year. So, hope that makes sense. For more information, of course, the full story on the on the announcement has been up there on Pipestrums.com. You can go and check that out now about Houston Barra. Yeah. Speaking of another uh, competition, and that's, you know, postponing, cancelling possibly. Yeah, the Bathgate Games. Apparently, after its 50-year history... And apparently that's it. They've pulled the plug on it. And now, this used to be a major championship in the calendar. It used to be the, where the British championships were held, you know, around the late 70s and 80s and that. And I think it was back in the early 2010s as well. Uh, but, yeah, the Bathgate Highland Games has fallen on hard times. And, yeah, this past few years, obviously, before the pandemic, there wasn't actually a competition element of it. Apparently, uh, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate turned up. And in Ferrari. ...just turned up to entertain the crowd. There was no competition element available at the Bathgate Highland Games. However, I think now they finally decided that enough's enough and it may not happen again. But apparently now, and well, in recent news, uh, following this announcement that they're pulling the plug on the event... ...well, now a local group apparently are saying that it may be rescued because the event is now under new management... So, yeah, with all of their financial losses and everything that they've recorded in previous years, it's hard to see how. But, yeah, we're definitely hopeful. Uh, So, yeah, as soon as we hear any more information on the Bathgate Games, we'll definitely let you guys know. Because, uh, yeah, it's quite an historical event and a great venue as well from all accounts. Uh, So, yeah, disappointed about that announcement. But really hoping that it will be able to, you know, see a bit of a resurgence, I suppose. Yeah, so there you are, the Bathgate Games. Yeah, may not be a thing anymore. There you are. We'll have to keep an eye on that one. All right. I have to give a bit of an announcement that was just published today, whenever I'm recording this, on the 9th of March. The Music Board, of course, of our RSPBA, give us an announcement about some downgrades. Yeah. Again, because we're rolling into the season, bands are now shuffling around and finding their new homes. And... Yeah, we've had some recent downgrades. From Grade 3A to 3B, we've had the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards. Now, apparently this was after an appeal because, yeah, I was, you know, hopefully preparing for a season to see the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards in 3A. But here we are. They've now been downgraded to 3B. Yeah. Making the step down then from juvenile to novice juvenile. A, we have West Lothian Schools. And that was after an appeal. We also have the novice juvenile A to novice juvenile B of North Lanarkshire Schools. Also taking a step down. There you are. So again... Yeah, a lot of moving and shaking. And we dare say over the next few months, there probably will be more adjustments applied here before we actually hit the grass in May. So we have a couple of months left uh, where we will yeah, more than likely see more regradings. And we'll definitely keep you guys across all of that. Uh, one new band, however, that's just newly been graded in Novice Juvenile B is Open High School Development Band. Yeah, So looking forward to seeing them on the grass. Fantastic stuff, Open High School. Looking forward to seeing you. Alrighty, now I know I've already mentioned this before on previous podcasts, but I do want to mention it again for good reason. Yeah, because the entry dates for the 70th Ulster Solos, yeah, it's closing soon. Sunday the 20th of March is when your entries will close. They will not accept any late entries. So if you are wanting to compete in the 70th Ulster Solos, Then you have a limited time now to get your entry forms in. So I hope you have all your plan requirements and that all sorted already. You know what you're doing. Just sort out your paperwork. You have until the 20th of March to do so. And like I say, your email uh, to secretary at rspbani.org needs to be there with them by Sunday, 20th of March. And many times am I going to say Sunday, the 20th of March. Possibly a lot, but there you go. That's your deadline. (laughs) Alrighty, well, you guys know that this week we have a couple of big meetings ahead of us whenever it comes to AGMs and the likes. Well, yeah, RSPBA Headquarters AGM is happening this weekend. Yes, we've mentioned that before. We're not going to mention it again, but just to remind you, it's on this weekend, and that's all I'm going to say. RSPBA Headquarters AGM... It's going to be a big one. That plus here locally in Northern Ireland we also have our own branch meeting which is being held... Just as I'm recording this. Uh, So, yeah, Yeah, so hopefully we'll get some outcome from our local branch meeting and news to talk about, of course, with announcements and more competition dates and such and all of that. Plus, if there's any outcome from the RSPBA, the headquarters AGM, uh, we'll definitely bring that to a future pod here as well on the show. Rest assured. And, uh, yeah, please remind your band secretaries and all of that that it is available to attend yeah, it's important that people get involved in these meetings and affect change where change is due, I suppose. Otherwise, why complain? Yeah, that nothing ever changes. Well, do you attend your meetings? There you go. <laughs> Alrighty, On March 3rd, of course, here in the UK, and I think it was around the globe as well, we had World Book Day. Well, I think the clue's in the name, Rab. World Book Day, of course, happens, and a lot of our piping distributors out there were reminding us of the amount of incredible piping books out there. Yeah, one of them is Finding Bagpipe Freedom by Camille Leigh and Andrew Douglas, of course, and we have a promo code, BIGRAB, to get money off. Yeah, that's another excuse to mention that. Uh, But (laughs) World Book Day, and I do hope that you guys out there celebrated World Book Day by actually purchasing uh, a a tune book or anything like that of sorts because there is a wealth of them out there. I think that's one thing that we can take from the pandemic is the amount of music that was written down and composed and put into collections. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to all of our pipe band suppliers out there who were advertising through World Book Day for all the amazing collections that you can grab. And, uh, yeah, I honestly hope that you folks managed to grab one when you could. There you are. I think some of them actually did have some special offers on stuff for World Book Day. So there you go. I just figured I would mention it. I hope you've managed to purchase some good music collections over World Book Day. Indeed. Alrighty, now for fans of Scott Wood out there, yeah, you guys know Scott Wood has been incredibly busy with Scary Vore and all the rest, but in recent weeks, he's been working on something completely new. Now, this is way out there, alright? Now, I thought this was, hey, this is new music from Scott Wood, and I thought, wow, okay, blister and piping, let's go, let's thump the floor and have a good Kayleigh. No, this is something completely different. He's launched a brand new musical venture called Ocean. Now it's spelled O C Y N, and he's releasing what he's calling what do you call it? Etheric music? It's something that you can—it's like atmospheric stuff that you can, you know, put on and just like really chill out and zone out, I suppose. He's released the first track of it called Solitude, and there's many different versions of it. There's an acoustic version, there's like an orchestral one. It's really fascinating stuff. Now, whenever you listen to it with headphones on, apparently you get the full binaural listening experience. There you are. Now, this piece of music apparently was inspired by the ongoing heartache and everything that's happening with Russia and Ukraine and everything. And this piece of music was, yeah, arterial and it's very kind of out there as being real, I don't know, it's like chill out music, almost. You know, you can plug your headphones in and completely zone out. Uh, so, yeah, if that sounds like your kind of thing and you're a fan of Scott Wood, then I would urge you to go and check out ocean Uh, this is quite an interesting experiment and in recent days actually there's been video of scott actually in like a big warehouse uh scrubbing the floor with a brush and recording it which was a little bit random but he was using that that sound of a big echoey warehouse and this brush going across the floor like a kind of thing it's very cool very cool. So, yeah, if you are into chill-out music or that kind of, yeah, auditorial experience that isn't music in a keely and thumping the floor through a jig or a hornpipe, then go and check that out. It's really, really interesting, if anything. So, I, yeah, I'm absolutely a fan. I love anything that Scott Wood seems to do these days. And, yeah, go and check that out. Ocean on social media. O-C-Y-N. I think the track's also up there on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff, so you can go and check that out, indeed. There you are. Alrighty, I have to give a mention, this weekend we'll see the Duncan Johnson Memorial Competition. It's going to be held this upcoming weekend in the National Piping Centre. Uh, for more details, of course, on the competition, along with all of their entrants and whatnot, then go and check the Competing Pipers Association on social media. And whether there'll be any live stream or video footage from this, we don't know. We've been asked it about a million times now. Will there be any video from this? Absolutely no idea. Uh, so, but we do know that the National Pipe and Centre do have access to the technology, uh, so perhaps keep your eye on their social media over the weekend as this competition launches, and uh, you never know, there might be the odd little video clip here and there, and possibly live as well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, to everyone competing at the Duncan Johnson Memorial Competition this weekend, we wish you the very best of luck, looking forward to that one. Well, now we're going to be looking towards Manawatu Pipe Ads, who dropped a little bit of a news story on us this past week uh, about Palmerston North Boys High School. Yeah, now this was really, really interesting because they've managed to secure a gold medalist and tut- tutor. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> None other than Stuart Easton, of course. Now, Stuart has been a lifetime member of Manawatu Pipe Band, who's recently retired, of course, from competitive piping after being in Manawatu, Scottish, for about 25-odd years. Well, yeah, you guys know, Stuart is a gold medal winner and at the Argeiser Gathering. And, uh, yeah, he's now taken up the role of piping tutor at Palmerston North Boys High School. So, wow, first of all... <laughs> Wow. So really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, the development of that band at Palmerston North and seeing what the band can produce. Yeah, because as we all know, Stuart is incredibly experienced in the piping scene, both at a band level and as a soloist. Uh, So definitely, definitely will be doing great guns there, I'm sure. So really looking forward to seeing what Stuart brings to the band there at Palmerston North. And congratulations. Yeah, there you are. I have to give a bit of a brief shout this week to the Red Hot Chili Pipers who have kicked off their um, tour of the United States in style. Let's just say that. (laughs) Yeah, they've uploaded various little video clips and stuff of the guys in action and let's just say... The band are doing incredibly well. And I think they're having the best possible time as well. So shout out to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. If you are over there in the States listening to me right now. And uh, yeah, I would urge you to go and check out the Red Hot Chili Pipers on their social media. Where they've published all the dates of where they will be playing. And hopefully they're playing a venue near you soon. So you can go and check them out. Yeah. And I would definitely recommend seeing the Chili Pipers live. They're, yeah, it's definitely an experience. So there. Enjoying yourselves over there in the States, lads. Hope you're having the best possible time. Yeah. Alrighty. On March 5th, the piping world drew breath uh, because an announcement came that none of us were expecting. From St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band, who put out the announcement that the legendary figure Terry Tully is stepping away from competition after 48 years in St. Lawrence Atul. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Whenever I first read this, I was. Oh, I had so many feelings all at one time. Number one, heartbreak, going, oh, wow, what a legend, stepping away from the piping scene. And then number two, I kind of thought, well, you know, after 48 years, <laughs> I think he's entitled to a bit of a break. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. ...that uh, Terry had been with St Lawrence for that length of time. And I do remember reporting the story, actually... ...when he was stepping down as pipe major. That was back in 2013... ...when he handed over the reins to his son, Alan, of course. And we've had Alan on the show quite a number of times now. Uh, But I don't need to tell you guys... ...just how much of a legendary figure Terry Tully is... ...in the piping scene. Absolutely. And his list of credentials... ...and his passion for the music... Knows no bounds, and honestly, yeah, from all of us here in the Big Rab Show team, we want to wish him the very best retirement possible. Uh, Terry also has been quite a prolific composer as well, composing some of, possibly some of my favourite tunes throughout the years. And, uh, yeah, he's left us with quite a huge legacy of piping and drumming. And uh, I dare say now he'll be quite happily hanging up the brogues and enjoying himself in the weekend now, watching telly and sports and all sorts you know, enjoying, uh, enjoying a well-deserved retirement. Although I dare say he'll still be around the piping scene. You know, he'll be around the competition circle in some regard. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I dare say very deserving of a break. And, um, yeah, to everyone there at St. Lawrence, this announcement did come as a huge shock to all of us uh, that he was stepping down. And to everyone there at St. Lawrence, I'm sure, uh, yeah, you'll all join us in wishing him a very Very happy retirement. Now, in a statement from the band, uh, Terry actually said himself, he said, The band and the pipe band scene has given so much to him. I would like to thank all of those who played in the band during the time I was a member and a pipe major and all the bandsmen and women I met along the way on the field. The band's supporters and my supporters in Ireland, Scotland and further afield also have my thanks as do all those who have sent the best wishes on my retirement. I wish Alan, Stephen, and the band members, current and future, all the best, and I will be there to cheer you all along. There you are. Fantastic stuff. So, uh, yeah, I dare say I hope to still bump into him onto the grass and share a bit of a laugh, and then as soon as I bring a microphone out, he runs. Uh, That's happened a few times. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, I do wish Terry the very best in his retirement. Definitely deserving of a break, I think. Ah, uh, yes. So from one huge news story of a piping legend to another news story that we were waiting on. Now, th- this, we've been getting plenty of emails about this, actually, asking us, is the pre-Worlds concert still happening and uh, at that time, we didn't know, and we're like, well, we're waiting on announcements. And then suddenly, boom, out came the announcement. The Inverary Pre-Worlds concert is on. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the huge concert that we've been waiting on and waiting on and waiting on. Uh, yeah, it's happening. 10th of August in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall, a night in that land. Yeah. Now, the concert, of course, was supposed to happen in 2020. But as you guys know, it was postponed and then postponed again. Uh, Well... Yeah, we've had various different statements from band members. Of course, Pipe Major Stuart Little has said that the material has been on the back burner but has definitely been there, percolating away and being tweaked on occasion, I suppose. And also Stephen McWhirter as well has been quoted as saying that this is a show for, with a little bit of something in there for everyone. And yeah, the, of course, the guys there at Glasgow Skypipe Pipe Band are talking about how it's obviously been heartbreaking to have to postpone and cancel this event over the past couple of years. But now they're thankfully in a position now where they're able to open the doors and allow people in to the event. And, that yeah, I can't wait for it. Now, as far as I understand, anyone who purchased tickets for the original show back in 2020, those tickets will be honoured. However, if you cannot attend the event, then you will get a full refund. If you can tell them, hey, look, I'm not going to make it. I have this ticket here. So rather than trying to sell it privately over social media or eBay, then, uh, you know, just Contact the you know the concert hall and they'll definitely issue you with a, a full refund. There you are. So, apparently, uh, there's been a number of tickets actually passed back in this regard. And as a result, seats are now available that weren't available before. So, if you are interested, then please go to the Royal Glasgow Concert Hall box office where the tickets are now available. 22 quid each. And, um, yeah, let's just say you're going to want to catch this show. Because, yeah, in Vararian District, I've had over a couple of years to prepare for this one and from all accounts you know talking to members of the band they're absolutely itching to get on that stage they can't wait for this show now Uh, so yeah whereas before they would have had limited time to learn all the music and all the pressure that that comes with as well as possibly defending their world championship now they've had two years to sit with the music and become quite confident with it so I'm looking forward to seeing a confident Inverarian District hit the stage in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. It's going to be so good. So, a night in that land, 10th of August. Get your tickets. Avoid disappointment. This event always sells out uh, because it's during one of the biggest piping weeks in the piping calendar. Uh, So, yeah, avoid disappointment. Grab tickets for it now when you can, when they're still there. Apparently, at the time of me recording this, there was around 700 tickets left uh, when the venue holds about 2,500, I suppose. Uh, So, that's not that many tickets left. So, yeah, go and grab them now when you can. Yeah, indeed. Alrighty, going to give another little brief mention uh, to another band in the trad and folk scene who have just finished recording their latest album. Yeah, can I give a shout this week to The Elephant Sessions? Mm. Yeah, apparently over the course of the pandemic, the Elephant Sessions have been furiously writing new music and now have been back in the studio this past few weeks and have now since finished recording. And uh, yeah, after it's been mixed and mastered and all that stuff, then we'll hopefully be able to get our hands on it. So yeah, just want to give a mention this week to the Elephant Sessions, a uh, credible band if you haven't heard them at all and or, or you're a fan of Celtic and folk music go and check out the Elephant Sessions. They're an incredible band. And I'm really looking forward to this upcoming release for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So, of course, as soon as I hear any more information on that and where you can actually go and get it, then, uh, yeah, I'll let you guys know for sure. So, just when I'm on the topic of Celtic music, folk and trad and all the rest, uh, for those of you who are fans of trad music, of course, you know that the Edinburgh Trad Festival is coming up shortly, 29th of April through to the 9th of May. Well, for piping fans, Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton have announced that they are going to be appearing at it there you are so for more information of course go to edinburgh and you can get your tickets and everything for the ross and Alley show yeah i think it's been a while now since ross ainsley and ally hutton i think even jen butterworth is going to be playing with them as well as a bit of a trio uh so yeah if you are interested of course and go and see those guys go and check out the edinburgh tradfest website grab your tickets for it that's going to be one heck of a show yeah for sure Alrighty, one such news story that is piping related, but it isn't piping related. Um, I'll explain why. Uh, For those of you out there who know, champion bagpiper Beth Preston, uh, who's been playing with the Police Service of Northern Ireland this last while, uh, she is now qualified for the final of Miss World Northern Ireland 2022. What? I know, it's absolutely not piping related at all, uh, but I know nothing about this competition. Uh, But, hey, congratulations to Beth Preston. This is a huge deal. Being involved in the Miss World Northern Ireland competition and making it through to the final. Hey, what's not to love about that? So well done, Beth. Woo! I've absolutely no idea what you had to do to make it through to the final uh, or what the competition is, but hey, she's in the final. So we've got a bagpiper in the final there of uh, Miss World Northern Ireland 2022. Awesome stuff. So, yeah, good luck, Beth. We hope you come through with the title and uh, whatever that involves. So best of luck, Beth. Yeah, indeed. (laughs) That's random, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. All right, I do want to mention that yeah, this past weekend was the Scottish Festival in uh, Plantation in Florida there, and yeah, congratulations to the City of Dunedin Pipe Band, whose Grade Four band managed to lift the title there, uh, and yeah, we managed to put up a little bit of a performance clip of them as well. And I think their Grade One band, and that was also in action as well. They were there just kind of practicing, having a bit of a warm up. I don't think they were in competition, more just kind of entertaining the crowd and such. So shout out to the guys at the City of Dunedin. Pipe Band, or as the other podcast calls them, City of Dunedin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> City of Dunedin Pipe Band. Apologies, guys, there you are. So, yeah. And also, I have to give a quick mention to, uh, let me see, is it The St. Augustine Pipe Band. City of St. Augustine Pipe Band. I could be totally pronouncing that wrong and you can shout at me all you like. Uh, But yeah, apparently they lifted the Grade 5 competition there in the Southeast Florida Highland Games as well. So yeah, well done guys. Yeah, not bad at all. So it's great to see bands actually heading back out again and competing again. That's so encouraging. Yeah, I think Mesa Caledonian actually were involved in the Phoenix Scottish Games there not too long ago um so yeah shout out to you guys in mesa caledonia yeah so if your band is out com- in competing ways then please do get in contact with us we'd love to hear from you how your band got on at the competition uh, but also who won what and all of that but you know we love to hear all of that stuff apparently at the weekend there as well uh thanks to pipe bands victoria there was a competition held in Hallibury. Yeah. Now, also, thanks to the social media page of Black Bear, uh, we were treated to lots of videos of performances, including Hawthorne. Hawthorne! Now, this is the first time we've seen a Hawthorne Pipe Band uh, since the World Championships, I think, back in 2019. Um, so, hey, Hawthorne Pipe Band sounded incredible. And to all other bands as well, and all the grids so, yeah, and the video performances that we managed to see on the Big Rab Show. Yeah, we've shared them all out there, and they were absolutely brilliant. So, well done to everyone involved there at the competition at Hallibury. Yeah, indeed. I think was was that, that the Melbourne highland games and celtic festival or is that coming up i think that's in the future actually i don't see this is something that rab got wrong but I, yeah i'm speaking out loud now i think that's in a couple of weeks time the melbourne competition uh, so yeah any of you folks there in australia can keep me right on that one you can let me know i think that's in a couple of weeks time from now anyway see this is me thinking out loud instead of researching my topic yeah <laughs> I have to give a mention to Pipe Band Scores. Now, you guys know on a previous podcast on a topic of the week, we talked all about this fantastic new website, pipebandscores.com, and how they will be adding contributors as they go. Well, they've put out an announcement in recent days that Davey Hunter and Peter Crow, good mates of the show, will be up and coming, yeah, contributors. Uh, So Davey Hunter, you guys know, he has an incredible book out called Now It's My Turn, You're going to want to get your hands on that one. Uh, But yeah, Davy's quite an an amazing composer. And has been releasing uh, so many great new tunes and stuff that are easily accessible by pipers of all levels. And uh, yeah, he's going to be contributing now to Pipe Band Scores. So for those of you who haven't checked out PipeBandScores.com yet, then please do. Because like I say, they're adding to their roster of contributors. It's definitely going to be worth checking out for sure. Especially now when people are preparing for this incoming season. And are possibly looking for new music as well. So, aye, pipebandscores.com. I know it sounds like a shameless plug, and it is. <laughs> but I definitely go and check that out. Yeah. Alrighty. Now, I did Google this just to find out about the Melbourne uh, Tartan Festival. That's going to be held on the 10th of July. So, yeah, there are many bands involved in that, and I'm not going to read the list here, but, uh, yeah, if you do want to find out more details, just check out the Melbourne Tartan Festival, 10th of July. Uh, Apparently, there's going to be a masked pipe band parade, as well as a competition and all sorts of stuff happening around that. So, that's the Tartan Festival. Now, as for that's the Melbourne competition, not entirely sure, don't know, but, yeah, again, this would be stuff that Rab got wrong, indeed. Now, of course, last week, of course, just the other day, uh, just yesterday, in fact, when I'm recording this, or the other day, yeah, was International Women's Day. And I have to say a massive shout-out to all of the people on social media in the piping world who were celebrating women, and that was just fantastic to see. So many incredible posts by bands, manufacturers, associations... I could go on. There were so many great heartwarming posts celebrating women around the globe and it was just brilliant to see. Including ourselves here in the Big Rab Show team. Yes, we shout out our own Alicia Dixon-Hamilton. Alicia, you're awesome! And uh, yeah, a very happy International Women's Day. Indeed. (laughs) Alright, I have to give a very brief mention to Manor Cunningham, pipe band. Go on, the Manor! Now, well, the reason I'm giving Manor Cunningham a shout is because, uh, well, obviously, since the pandemic started, they have been... Absolutely silent on their social media and have had nothing posted at all. And then suddenly a huge flurry of activity including a brand new logo. Yeah the band has a brand new logo along with new bass drum heads which I can't wait to see in person. uh, Which were designed by Emma Hetherington and Sophie Hetherington. So yeah go and check that out. Manor Cunningham and their brand new band logo which is pretty sweet by the way. Yeah, go and have a look at that. And also, shout out to Peel, regional police pipe band, who also published the photograph of their brand new bass drum head, which looks kind of awesome, by the way. And uh, yeah, I dare say, this year we're going to have some contenders for coolest bass drum. All right? I'm just going to throw that out there as a little acorn. Perhaps give some thought for um, who could be... It could be the coolest bass drum? So, yeah, go and check that out. Manor Cunningham with their brand new logo and to Peel Regional Police as well for their brand new bass drum. Pretty sweet stuff there indeed. I have to briefly mention, before we wrap up the news this week, uh, that for a bit of a social media post this came out from our own RSPBA headquarters, um, where it, it's a really unusual one. It's not the usual fare that you would see from RSPBA. It was um, Meet Alan Richards. Alan is an assistant chief steward and it's a bit of an interview of sorts where we managed to take some time to find out who Alan Richards is and what his role is as assistant chief steward. And um, it's incredibly interesting. And that's all I'm going to say on that front. If you can go and read it at your own leisure, of course, and find out who Alan Richards is and what it all entails being assistant chief steward for the RSPBA. Very interesting stuff. And um, if anything, if this is the start of more things to come from our RSPBA when we're meeting members of staff like this, hey, I'm all for it. Fantastic. Bring it on. Post more of it, please. I think it's great. You know, making our association acceptable. or <laughs> making our association accessible in a certain way being able to identify these people as actual humans sometimes it's good to get to know them you know rather than oh that's the guy that shouts at us whenever we're not on time for <laughs> for the for the march past you know it's good to get to know these people yeah Now, I have to give an announcement then, of course, for the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Well, it's not so much an announcement, but they've put out their uh, schedule, of course, for St. Patrick's Day. And I do know a good number of bands out there will be preparing furiously for St. Patrick's Day next week. And, yeah, if your band has an associated schedule, are you doing anything to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Any gigs, any... You know parades performances. Please do get in contact with us here at the Big Rab Show, and we'll happily uh, let folks know where you're going to be playing. Now, looking at the schedule here from the Las Vegas Pipe Band, they're going to be playing from I think nine, what I'm eleven thirty in the morning, all the way through to the wee hours. <clears throat> it's going to be quite a grueling day for them. So yeah, good luck, guys. <laughs> I think looking at your schedule here, you're playing all over Las Vegas. I think you're playing, you know, venues such as, you know, the Flamingo Hotel, Lake Las Vegas, the Sierra Gold uh, Flamingo. You're also playing in Johnny Mack's Sports Bar, uh, the, was it the, there's an Irish pub in Mandalay. So, yeah, so many different venues. And uh, hi, the band's going to be incredibly busy. Good luck to you all there at the Las Vegas Pipe Band. I wish you good luck there celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Quite a grueling yeah, a day in front of you. But, yeah, if your own band has your own schedule or gruelling uh, you know, list of gigs like the Las Vegas Pipe Band, then please do get in contact with us, like I say. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know where you're playing. Indeed. All righty. Well, next week is St. Patrick's Day, but we're more looking to what's happening the following week. The 26th of March, of course, Kloss Kelt in concert at the Marketplace Theatre in Armagh is just going to be insane i am so looking forward to this and this week's topic of the week will reflect that because we get to hang out with Klaus kelt as they're preparing for their upcoming show so yeah let's take a brief break at this point and it's a time for a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, smoked walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022. Platinum, Violet, an Emerald, the bass and tenors, now come with Georgian oak hoops which feature their head stress management system and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Hello, this is Scott Wood. And you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And yes, you may have guessed by the title of this week's episode, we're hanging out with Kloss Kelt Pipe Band ahead of their huge concert that's coming up on the 26th of March. And I couldn't be more excited. I have to say, it was by the kind invitation of uh, the guys at Klaus Kelt that I was able to attend their practice this past weekend. And can I say I had the absolute time of my life. Now, before I get into the actual interviews and clips and everything, I kind of want to give you a little bit of an idea of what it was like to actually be there. I'm not sure that the recordings and that actually do it justice. And that's why I kind of wanted to give a little bit of a precursor and an introduction, I suppose myself personally i have not heard a grade one pipe band up live in person since 2019 and whenever i parked into the car park and jumped out of the car you know the way you can catch notes on the air well even sitting outside the band hall i was able to listen to the band tuning up and even that drew a little bit of a lump in the old throat not gonna lie it was kind of an emotional experience now, I know I'm possibly overselling this, but honestly, that's how I felt. And whenever I walked through the doors of the band hall, I was welcomed in with open arms, so to speak, and everyone was like really kind, and just it was just a fantastic experience. So thank you to everyone at Klaus Keltlin who made me feel so welcome. Um, but I have to say, just listening to the music, as soon as I heard that first opening roll, I can't describe it. I honestly can't put it into words what... I felt it was... <laughs> it was everything. And uh, I know people are going to go, Oh, Rab, stop gushing. You know, but seriously that's that's how i felt and i think that kind of tarnished most of my interviews because i was a little bit of an emotional mess at that point trying to think of questions and everything and get a point across it was just very difficult to do and uh i hope that this week's topic of the week makes some sort of logical sense as i have some clips from the band here practicing away and uh some interviews and that asides so without further ado it gives me great pleasure to introduce Class Kelt Pipe Band to the podcast. So, this week's topic of the week, you're joining me from a very echoey band hall in a place called Bleary, which might be familiar to some folks who know about Bleary and District Pipe Band. But of course you know Bleary and District, currently off the road at the moment, so, yeah, brand new Grade 1 Big Guns, Class Kelt, are making use of the practice facilities. So I'm managing to hang out with them for a weekend practice as they're getting ready ...to hit the grass this competitive season... ...plus get ready for their new concert of course... ...which is coming up in just a few weeks I suppose from now... ...and uh, yeah, by way of a shameless plug... ...don't forget to grab your tickets for it... ...available from the Marketplace Theatre box office... ...I'm sure we'll mention it at least a dozen times now... ...but this concert's going to be very exciting... ...for a lot of different reasons... ...to see these guys back in action again... ...now as you can hear working away behind the scenes, so I think I'll go in here and have a quick listen to them. That's well, I'm hanging out with the tenors, or the mid-section, or the bass-section. How do you like to be called? Is a bass section, a mid-section, tenor section? Team elite. Bye-bye. Oh, right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Aye. Well, tell me this, folks. How has the preparation been going for this incoming season? Uh, have you been practising for long? Everyone's all pointing fingers.
1: <laughs> uh, we've sort of been going from September, uh, sort of getting new stuff, taking it week by week, you know?
0: Even doing the online thing. Like a lot of bands are trying to struggle how to practise over Zoom and all that.
1: Uh, we tried, but we, sort of, we <laughs> did yes. try, but we sort of found the tenor drum and you need to be in person.
0: Nah, I see people laughing there, think the Zoom hang didn't go too well, no? It was the timing, it was <laughs> the lag, the lag, and it was really, really hard. But then, sure, you could blame mistakes so on lag too. Oh, I got that bit right, but the camera froze. <laughs> very <laughs> true, very true. <laughs> Aye. So, you've all sorts of folders and stuff in front of you, and I'm not used to this. See, having this dots on the page, malarkey, that's not, yeah, not in my time. But is this obviously how you use all work now, with dots on page? Very much so, aye?
2: It is. Hmm? It's visual aids help a lot.
0: Right. And do you have nicknames for flourishes and stuff?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Go on ahead. Give me some unusual tiles that I might not be aware of. What is our weirdest one? I see a windmill you? in there. I know what a windmill is. Piano. Piano uh. half becker. A what? wee bicker what's a bicker
1: you'll see it in green oh. alright okay
0: <laughs> what's a piano as well do you play piano with tenor sticks
1: it's just a yeah. four
0: alright okay right I, I love all this but it's it's I'm learning it's code. Yeah. it sounds fancy right I get you Grant well tell me this then for all the questions I might have are you excited to get back out there again who's the main thing possum awesome. awesome. possum yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, from the wee snippet I've heard so far, the set sounds quite decent. <laughs> so we can understand why you're excited. Yeah. So well, with the concert in mind as well, um, have you got concert sets as well as the regular competition stuff you've been working on, huh? Uh-huh, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It's kind of being pushed in the background at the moment. We're trying to learn our new medley. Oh right. Okay. Grant. So I'm not gonna hear any concert stuff today. We've all... You'll, you'll,
1: you'll have to come on out of here.
0: Ah, see, I love that, see. Always thinking about selling tickets. Marketplace, theatre, box office, get them now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good Thanks a million, folks, I look forward to seeing you later on. Cheers. Perfect, thank Hello. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined with David Pesney and Barney. How are you? folksy, as well. Well, yep. yep. Well, I have to say, it's been an absolute pleasure being at your band price here today. The band sounds amazing. How
2: long
3: have you guys have been practicing for now? Goodness. September? Oh, September. September, September really? September, I would, yep. Yeah, right. Picked it up. No, I've done a ton of work, especially Brenton and Drum Corps here. Like I've come in and learned a ton of stuff, and as I say, like we've been... I'd say we've got a, a, a lot done in, in the time, but as I say, will uh, what do you call it, we're just trying to put the finishing touches said now to get, get it ready for the season.
0: That's it. I know with lockdowns and everything, bands haven't been able to play together now for, what, a couple of years? So essentially you're lifting the band up by the bootstraps, really, from grassroots nothing till what I just heard. What was the biggest challenge, I suppose, lads, in trying to get this all put together again?
2: I <laughs> That's a mountain it to was, claim, isn't uh, it? Basically, eh? it's hard. To, how do you put it? People have loads of enthusiasm, but it was actually, people were out of the habit of going.
0: Right, yeah. You know,
2: and when people get out of the habit of going, it's very hard to get it back into routine. Mm. But we probably find, David, maybe we got people sort of hungry back to get at it. It took a little bit to get the routine going, maybe, and it took a wee bits and so You got people coming really well, and then mm. it would sort of drop off a wee bit, and then it sort of, comes back and forth so probably that was been
0: the yep, big of the challenge yeah. you know getting them off the city after netflix yeah. and back yeah. into the van hall well, i suppose right well it's, but <laughs> you generally find
2: especially with the we are core group of them they all were pretty hungry for it too everybody mad to get at it
3: you know? there's a great momentum at the very yeah. beginning everybody threw their hat in the ring and really really worked hard but you know and it, did. it has you know up to now as I say like the, the the main part of the group have, have still that enthusiasm So, but at the, the very beginning the hardest part was the rules falling away to be able to meet yeah. in sufficient number that's mm. a worthwhile band practice you can and it's only literally in the last couple of weeks and most of the rules have fallen away as such that it's made it that everybody realises there is something going to happen this year, yeah, so that yeah. that that's changed the mindset as well. Well, that's it. Like just recently,
0: we've seen dates going into the calendar for a change. You know, yeah. from RSPBA Northern Ireland making announcements and stuff, and before there's been nothing. <laughs> I have to say, I know I'm going to blow your head up here, but there's a genuine buzz around the band. Everyone seems real happy to be here, which is unusual. I'm used to going to a band practice and there's at least three or four gowling faces. <laughs> but everyone seems excited to be here. Have you found that then with practices recently that folk are just excited to be at it? Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah? Uh, yeah, there's... Even you're chatting to folk outside the band, there just seems to be this little bit of a buzz about the band. Obviously... Experienced myself before, and David has to be your first year up into grade one. Mm. In normal circumstances, it's usually it's quite a challenge. Davey, I'll, well, I'll agree absolutely here, a big, big challenge. Big challenge. Yeah. Um, but with the band, I suppose um, there's a lot of experience with people in the band. Has been there before, and there's also a lot of a lot of new faces and stuff coming into the band. And there just seems to be this. I, I can't even put my finger on it. There just seems to be a general
0: buzz. Like surrounding of, the band yeah of just wanting to get at it, I I suppose, get yeah. at it.
2: but I think it's the, the music we're playing and the stuff we're playing everybody's really enjoying it which is a massive a massive pull through that certainly helps now
0: I have to ask David a bit of a geeky question when it comes to tune selection and stuff like that this is a very challenging year for Klaus Cult, as you just mentioned getting newly promoted to grade one and you're also taking on a big concert as well has there been any challenges whenever you're picking a medley, and that you know you're trying to maybe pick a little easier tunes or
3: maybe ones that are more challenging? How did you approach that with music selection? Oh, well, that was it. Once you go to grade one, I think you have to try and take a little step forward in the uh, technicality level, mm. but at the same sense, you're always worried that you know that it might affect the delivery. So there's it's so always a trade-off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I mean that, that's it. You're in. You're in the top grade and the bands you're competing with, well, you've got to try and take on a little more challenge and uh, material. Some pause.
0: Well here I think from what I've heard today it sounds pretty good. So what's your feeling then about the practice today? How do you think it went?
3: Well, oh, pretty good. I've, I've very I've been very happy with the practices, like you know, they they uh, if we if if we had the bits that we're a little rough on up to the level that we have, the bits that we're quite good on, <laughs> I'd be more happy. But oh uh, we have a wee bit of time to it, 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 it put the finishing touches to it, hopefully. That's it
0: indeed. So that brings me on to the concert then. The first time that we're really going to see is an action, really, officially. Do you want to tell us about the concert? When is it? Where is it? And what all can we expect from you? of
3: March... Yes, yeah. I don't know the exact date of it. Aaron's <laughs> the details and logistics man. To know it, as I said, but it it's something we had planned to do. I think in 2020, and then everything got called off. Yeah. So it's really designed, well, to get the band out to have a platform to play, but mainly fundraising. There's not a band in this last two years has been able to uh, uh, raise any money whatsoever. So that yeah. That, with that in mind that's the most important thing and obviously to, to give us a platform to try uh, you know uh, to get into the, the the way of playing under pressure again that we haven't done for
0: yeah, two and a half yeah. years
3: in front of a live audience yes. full
0: of a critical yeah. band audience too oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> did mention it about fundraising and I wanted to ask you about that I'm sure like many other bands out there over the past two years there's been nothing that bands could do to fundraise so this is essentially you guys trying to keep the wheels turning I suppose at Klaus Kelt you know as the season lifts off in May
3: absolutely
0: yeah so can I ask them what can people expect from Klaus Kelt at the concert where obviously we're going to get some competitive stuff hopefully we might get a half of a medley or something but will we get any concert pieces at all
3: well, we have a few things planned, but mainly like we're trying to spread, with the bands we have playing and the, the, the bands that are going to, mm. and the drum majors, I mean, we're, we're spreading the load more evenly throughout, it's not one band carrying everything on the no, night. No, no, no. Yeah. so we're, we're, we're sort of, as I say, giving everybody a chance, which gives us a little bit of a break too, that we're not, <laughs> we're not having to do all the work.
0: That's it too. Well, I, if anything, I'm excited to see the whole lineup, as you say. There's going to be quite a collection, of piping folk involved. So, are you just looking forward to the concert? Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I have to say, I'm looking forward to seeing you in the concert, but also hitting the grass again uh, and standing on that line on the Grade One Arena for the first time. That's strange all. I, I was going to
3: say, how do you think? How do you think it's going to be? Mm. <laughs> Nervous or excited or a bit of both, I suppose when we get to the line I'll tell you but seven minutes after it <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect answer yeah, yeah. <laughs> well folks thanks
0: a million for chatting to me here and yeah you can get your tickets for the concert at the Marketplace Theatre box office yeah because we're all heading the arm indeed yeah. thanks a million folks cheers you cheers Rob bye bye First of all, welcome back on the Big Rab Show. It's good to have you back, mate. Uh, but I need you to tell me, uh, when is the concert? Because I don't think Davey or Barney knew when I was chatting to him there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is on Saturday, the 26th of March. I see. Right. And how's ticket sales been? Ticket sales, slow to start off with, I put the the tickets on sale back, I think it was about November time. Mm. Um, and obviously just with, with it coming up to Christmas, people were obviously not spending a lot of money. Some people did, you know, there was a good few ticket sales at that point, um, but it was quite, quite slow. And I obviously put that down to a lot of uncertainty as well. Aye. Um, and certainly after, after Christmas, their ticket sales have picked up. We went up, doubled, double the ticket sales in the last week. So, um, yeah. and there's still time, you know, obviously at the time of recording this, you know, we've still got a good, good few weeks left. So, um, each day, I think there's more and more tickets so More and more people are just oh, I must go on and get my tickets. Um, but I don't really think it's go- I don't think it's going to be a problem. It's, uh, there's never been a better time in, in the history of pipe bands in Northern yeah. Ireland to hold a concert after three years out. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, the chom- bit you know, to get back in.
0: That's that's something that you know with hanging out with the band and everything at practice, there is a genuine buzz around the band. A, you know, an excitement that I just can't
1: really place is that the crack then that you guys are just itching to get back out again i can't wait personally can't wait um we had done what we could over lockdown yeah. um you know and, and really that was as a as a band sticking together and instead of doing a practice in the Wednesday night we did um zoom calls and did quizzes each week just to keep ourselves entertained and keep ourselves together yeah and- we then obviously um, going into the June of 2020, there was a change of personnel for the back end. Uh, mm-hmm. and we did it over the summertime uh, over the sorry over the year that first year, so you forget how long this pandemic actually lasted there
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: did that, and um, obviously then we got into twenty twenty one um we did try to sort of get back into the swing of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was about, if I'm not mistaken, it was about May 2021 was when we sort of first got everybody starting to come back together and then obviously used the summer as best as we could. Um, And I know from the bass and tenor section, we did have a few practices together at that point. Um, And then um, another change of (laughs) personnel back end. then came (laughs) first, first week in September. Mm. Um, with 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 Barney coming in, um, and he had brought uh, the majority of his snare drumming uh, core with him, um, and uh, yeah, since then it has just been all all systems go.
0: Oh, uh, guns back- blazing! Yeah, um,
1: from the, from that first week in September, um, it has been every a well, weekly practice every week without fail. Um, oh, fantastic. And one week just before, just literally the week before Christmas, we just had to. We just had to courage. too many people just sort of were off ill, not just with mm. coronavirus, ill and other things going on just before Christmas. So we just thought we're in a good space. We'll take a, a small, short break and we'll work straight back into it um, in January because obviously, you know, it's not long coming along to, to March now.
0: No, definitely not. But as we've heard there, are a few couple of clips there that you managed to hear, the band is sounding quite well. And we're going to finish on another clip here shortly. But I uh, also want to ask about the other bands that's in the lineup for the concerts, not just yourselves, Aaron, that's going to be on stage that night. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah. So we, we had originally planned this concert back, I think, for 2020, and it was going to be called 2020 Vision. Yeah. And it was a collection of six uh, pipe bands, as well as drum majors, as like a preview of the season. Mm-hmm. And then everything uh, so slowly, slowly but surely went downhill very quickly at that point. <laughs> so um, so we, we had a rethink and obviously we wanted to get a concert back on uh, and rather this time than actually put other bands under pressure uh, to perform because everybody's at different stages and um, we didn't know what they would be doing. Um, we also just thought as a, a collective group that we wanted just really to showcase ourselves this time. So the majority of this concert is is based around Klaus Kelt and it's our first um, in-person performances. But obviously we've augmented uh, the, the running order with a few extra things because we need to be conscious of giving our pipers some time and some some breaks in between. Just it's, it's very, very hard to go out there and pipe for two hours solid, do you know oh, what I mean?
0: Definitely,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, as majority is close held, and then we also have uh, Grantship Pipe Band um, are, are doing a set. Uh, I, as far as I'm aware, I'm also playing something with them, but, you know, we'll have to nice. wait and see what it is. Um, <laughs> we have Mad Boyd Memorial Pipe Band as right. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Catherine Stewart's Highland Dancers. Um, so it's just different, different Thailand dancers uh, that she's put together for yeah. uh, this. Performance. Um, we have um, some drum majors uh, doing some performances and that is under uh, the direction of Andrew McCune Gibson. Right. Um, so it's yes. kindly taking taken that on, uh, which is great because it means then that, you know, somebody that knows what she's doing with it, she's put on drum major performances before with her own class yeah Um, and it's not just as far as it's not just her class it is open to she's contacted many different drum majors so it's it's for that and then um we do have a few other things but i can't tell you about those yet It's all revealed in the coming weeks ah some surprise things coming up then (laughs) i don't want to give everything away too much but there is a few other things just in the pipeline um so nice. we'll be adding those in um you know and then i'll, I'll be you know putting out some promotional material on that I and see. of course you know of course we've got yourself on the night wrap you know hey. you're, you're, you're comparing for us so
0: <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna go but <laughs> hey it'll be good fun <laughs> i i'm really looking forward to it man if, if anything you know listening to you guys at practice there honestly the music sounds incredible i know we're only giving little clips here in the pod this week but seriously, the band sounds amazing, and I can't wait to hear you on stage. Um, so, yeah, please give my best to everybody in the band and say a massive thank you for having me at practice, first of all. Um, but I want to remind people, the last time we heard Klaus Kelt Pipe Band was at the Kids with Cancer charity night that we'd done online. So that that was during COVID and all of that, which is a bit of a bit of a time ago, I suppose, a while ago. Yeah.
1: Uh, that, yeah, that was, and, and really what those performances were, um, were based on practices that had happened um, from the latter part of 2019. Right, yeah. Right up into 2020, and of course, as you know, it was very few and far between, because when you're only starting off in the, in the winter, you know, we're not taking recordings every week. no. No. It was towards the end of that period that we got a few decent snips at that point, and then obviously things were for the majority of the first part of the year were off. But we then got back to meeting in the summertime, just when the restrictions allowed, and uh, in the in that winter of twenty twenty, yeah, yeah, sort of or yeah, going into the twenty twenty one year. And yeah. um, so that's what those were primarily based on. But with regards to that now, um, I mean,
0: bands in a completely different place now. It- yeah, it really has. Bands,
1: bands never stay static, as you know. Yeah. Most you, there's there's changes uh, in band membership. Um, and obviously, you know, 2019 versus stuff going into 2022, there's there's a bit of a lapse of time there. Um, yeah. we've they had well, I know we've had a, an influx of members because I'm the one that has to get their kilts measured and get them <laughs> ordered. Yeah. Um, is the big the big costs. Um, now, one thing that we are very pleased is that over the course of coronavirus, we did receive funding from the arts council of Northern Ireland.
0: Oh, Funded yeah.
1: Emergency. Uh, I, I think we've received just over 5,000 uh, pounds, which, which has helped us throughout that period. We also yeah. received some, um, and that helped with online tuition and things like that, because the Pipers did do an awful lot of online stuff. I know the tenor drummers, maybe didn't do but we did all use them at one point you know going Mm. through it we also received some um funding over the last two years as well from the department of agriculture environment and rural affairs that's the the department here through their rural micro capital grant um so we were lucky to receive i think it was about 15 to 1800 pounds from them we also received a Um, funding from the Ulster Scots Agency in Northern um, Ireland, £3,000 which we were then able to use to purchase six Blair digital chanters, which actually did really help our pipers out. Now I'm not a piper but I just know that any of the pipers that did get them, they were very, very thankful of them because when they were stuck at home they Mm -hmm. could put the head in and keep their their fingers going. So we've done that and we've also um, an application at the moment for um, some sort of recovery from COVID and things like that. Uh, yeah. just because we weren't doing anything for two years, we couldn't do fundraising. There was still a lot of costs. We still had a whole rent to pay. We still have uniforms to buy. We mm-hmm. still have um, equipment to purchase, you know, going into this season because you have to have all this money behind you pr- prior to the season.
0: That's it indeed. And, yeah.
1: You know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard, work. but we, we have done very well um, keeping it going. And again, it's testament again to the committee within the band working hard together, to keep things going um bands are not just always about the music you know the music is obviously the most important thing mm. but a lot of hard work goes in behind the scenes to get everybody um you know where they need to be when they need to be what they need to be where and what they need to be playing so yeah. i think as a committee we you know we can take we take a bit more pressure then off the lead drummer and the pipe major and let them focus on the music side of things yeah uh, Double job because it, it's it's me and I like to double job so as a beer drummer but also the band secretary. Um oh, but everybody fantastic everybody everybody gets involved and there's uh you know great team effort at the moment. So it's great we, to hear. We, yeah. I think it's gonna be such an outlet this concert for everybody, because I would say it's gonna be the first of in-person piping to be held in Northern Ireland. Um, you know, since the pandemic, I obviously know yeah. the Black Society has been back. Um, mm-hmm. you know recently um, but I think this will be probably the first performance of bands on stage uh, so I, yeah it'll be great
0: I think it'll be something special for sure so folks out there should go and grab your tickets you can go to the Marketplace Theatre box office go and grab them or the Klaus Kelt website as well Aaron that Klaus, right
1: Klaus Kelt Facebook uh, Klaus Kelt Instagram Klaus Kelt Twitter there's links everywhere for it you can't miss it
0: indeed yeah and even if you're stuck you can message us on the Rab Show and we'll try and get you sorted indeed <laughs> Aaron, thanks so much. So please uh, pass on my thanks again to the guys at the Crosskelt Band there for having us at practice this week. I think this has been a very fun podcast to produce. And uh, yeah, all in the hope that we'll see folks at the concert then. Thanks very much, Aaron. Cheers.
1: Thanks very much, Rob. Bye.
0: stuff. Thank you to everyone there at Kloss Pipe Band for having me. It was honestly a fantastic experience to be able to hear the band. It was so interesting, actually, to see how they've progressed from 2019. Uh, But, honestly, I know I'm overselling this, but it was an emotional experience for me. And, yeah, driving home, listening to the audio that I managed to capture, you know, during that interview was just... Oh... Just fantastic. And uh, I am extremely jealous of anyone who's currently practicing all the time and that that noise is just normal, you know. (laughs) And uh, yeah, for me as a spectator, I've missed this, you know, that tone and everything. It just means the world. And uh, if you want to experience it, then tickets are available right now, Marketplace Theatre Box Office, go and grab them. Seriously, you'll not be disappointed. I do hope that those little clips that you managed to hear there kind of give you a little bit of a flavour as to what you may be in for. Uh, but uh, I was very selective as to what I recorded and what I produced in this week's pod, so not to spoil the concert. So, yeah, with that in mind, if you do want to go and see Kloss Kelt Pipe Band in action, along with everyone else at the Marketplace Theatre, go grab tickets now. It's not long until the 26th of March, and, yeah, avoid disappointment. Indeed. Well... That all being said, that's been quite an action-packed podcast this week. I have to say a massive thank you to everyone for downloading this week and each and every week. And don't forget, give us that all-important follow or subscribe, no matter where you're listening to us right now. And uh, yeah, you'll get notified each time that Big Rab uploads another one. Indeed. Also, don't forget that you can support us on Patreon if you'd like to, but you don't have to. Uh, yeah, go over there, click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful and get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Indeed. Now, with that in mind, we'll fly out the door. Next week's podcast is going to be quite a cool one, uh, one of which that has been produced a wee while ago. Uh, but thanks again to our Patreon folks. Uh, they've got early access to it. But uh, yeah, we've got quite an interesting interview to bring you next week looking forward to it and that's all i'm going to say <clears throat> yeah i'll see you on next week's podcast then <laughs> all the best well that's it for another big rap show podcast thanks so much for downloading this week and a special thank you to our sponsor g1 reads Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Verarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.